today on Broadway for Thursday, August 1st, 2019. I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. And I am Broadway stars James Marino. James, welcome back. Thank you, uh, Ashley. And welcome to August. It's It's been a while, at least for you and me. I think you've been on with Matt at least once in my place since I've uh, had to dart at the last minute, usually. Well, you know, uh, we... You, I, I think it's really important to expand the number of voices that we hear on Broadway Radio. Yeah, so I'm, I'm absolutely. really excited. You're doing an awesome job. I, Thank I you. I listen every I morning. It. I listen every morning, and I'm always excited. And I'm like, oh, there's a new podcast. <laughs> it's me. It is. Well, I'm glad. And you, you're doing, uh, yeah, you're doing a great job. And you know, um, uh, Matt won't listen to this, and so and yeah, we, no, Matt. We can we can talk all about Matt, and he'll never know. I know, but he'll never listen to this. So I'll, I'll tell everybody, Matt is awesome. I, I give him a yes. hard time, but. I'm so rate proud of everything he does. Oh, rate and review Matt. Yes, rate and review Matt. Don't rate and review me because <laughs> that would too many one stars or take us down a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. Well, uh, welcome back for an episode. I'm only sorry you had to join us on such a sad day. And I want to get into our top story. Big, unfortunately, doesn't even begin to cover it. On Wednesday morning, it was announced that Harold Hal Prince, the legendary theater producer, director, innovator, and 21-time Tony winner, has passed away. During his nearly seven-decade career, Prince was a luminary on Broadway, the West End, and worldwide with significant contributions to Broadway musicals. The list is seemingly endless. Cabaret, The Pajama Game, West Side Story, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, She Loves Me, Fiddler on the Roof, Cabaret, Follies, Pacific Overtures, Sweeney Todd, Evita, Merrily We Roll Along, The Phantom of the Opera, Kiss of the Spider Woman, Showboat, Parade, and so many others. He also made a number of movie musical adaptations, including Damn Yankees, A Little Night Music, and for television, Candide. Prince received 10 Drama Desk Awards as Outstanding Director, 21 Tony Awards, more than any other individual, including 8 for Best Direction of a Musical, 8 for Best Musical, 2 for Best Producer of a Musical, and 3 Special Tony Awards, including for Fiddler on the Roof and Candide, as well as a Lifetime Achievement Award in 2006. He was a Kennedy Center honoree in 1994 and the recipient of the National Medal of the Arts in 2000, a trustee for New York Public Library, as well as on the National Council of the Arts of the National Education Association. The West End went dark last night at 7 o'clock p.m. and Broadway at 7.45 p.m. in honor of the late great members of the theater community eulogized him online throughout the day. Kristen Chenoweth wrote, rest in peace, our dear dear Hal Prince, you inspired, you will always inspire. Michael Cerverus wrote, a humble giant and one of the two men most responsible for all I cared about, aspired to and believed in about Broadway and American theater is gone. Jason Robert Brown posted a handwritten eulogy stating, there will never be another like Hal. He had a commitment and an enthusiasm and a work ethic and an endless well of creative passion that he handed down to me and to so many of us working in the theater. We will carry it forward, and he will be right with us, the future of theater, as he always was. Prince passed away after a brief illness in Reykjavik, Iceland. He was 91 years old. 
We could literally fill hours of audio going through his whole career. I urge you to read his New York Times and Broadway World obituaries, which we'll throw in the show notes, as well as messages from people in the community. I got the news yesterday when the story broke, James, and my heart just sunk to the floor. How Prince was always one of those people to me that felt so untouchable. We felt like we were going to have him forever because he's so ingrained in theater and just woven into the fabric of the modern musical. It's impossible to properly eulogize him. Every single show he touched has been influential to theater, whether as a director or a producer or both. And, I mean, you go through that list of shows, his footprint is on musical theater. His footprint on musical theater is unquestionable. This is just an immeasurable loss and really the end of an era, James. I I don't know what, it, what what to add here because you've said everything that uh, that I was thinking that he mm-hmm. you know whether we have done uh, community theater all the way through Broadway through international tours and just everything from A to Z uh, how Prince has touched every single one of our lives yeah. if you're you know Absolutely. anybody who's listening to this podcast has uh has had a huge loss and uh and again you know 91 years old we we really did feel like we were going to have him forever and uh yeah. and i got all Just choked so... i got really choked up when i read jason's handwritten note uh earlier oh, on God, wednesday uh you know i was like i didn't i didn't know how i was gonna read it out loud without uh choking up a bit just now it's it was very very touching i you know i brought this up with matt the other day talking about the broadway con panel i went to that had david horn and lonnie price this is right after they did the hal prince documentary which if anyone hasn't seen yet now is a very good time to do so lonnie had talked about you know all these works of hal and just Based on how the market operates now and how shows are produced, what shows are produced, there's so many Hal Prince productions that I can't imagine would be produced now. Hmm. Yeah. I, it's a, uh, he is a, a man who has crossed generations and crossed time. He, he produced in so many different eras of Broadway when people said that Broadway was dead and, mm-hmm. and exactly. you know, he... He, uh, his production of Phantom of the Opera was just on the the great uh, British invasion and the revival of, yeah. of Broadway and and such classic uh, productions like like uh, the revival of, of Showboat that he uh, was involved with and I, you know I, 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 I we can't restate how much this man has meant to all of us. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I noticed in all of the posts that eulogized him from performers and creatives that had the pleasure of meeting him or working with him is just how genuinely loved and respected and admired he was. His kindness, his sense of humor, how many careers he launched. He would be the first person that would ask people to send him their work and just pass out Mm -hmm. his business card. He made such an indelible mark, not just on theater, but on individuals in theater because of the care that he put into theater. So it's really hard to transition out of a story like that, but let's uh, move forward into a few of the things that happened uh, on Wednesday. 
Yeah, I mean, moving on to some other news, James, last night, Off-Broadway's Broadway Bounty Hunter announced it would be closing on August 18th, one month ahead of what was planned and, you know, seemingly joining this deathbed of all the other musicals closing on August 18th. The musical, written by Joe Iconis, Lance Rubin, and Jason Sweettooth Williams, stars Annie Golden as... Annie Golden, or at least the fictional Annie, a down-on-her-luck actor who has had it with showbiz and finds a new gig as a kung fu fighting bounty hunter. Bounty Hunter began previews on July 9th and opened on July 23rd. It was scheduled to run at the Greenwich House until September 15th. The current run is its New York premiere which followed a sold-out and critically acclaimed world premiere at Barrington Stage Company. James, I know you've seen the show. I know it wasn't your favorite thing you've seen, but even of the worst reviews I've seen of Bounty Hunter, I did not expect this for it to close a month ahead of schedule. I agree. I was very surprised when I saw the news that uh, Broadway Bounty Hunter was closing uh, on the 18th. Um, I think that it... it, it it, it really surprised me because there seems to be such a, uh, uh, a round of support for Joe Iconis and Jason Sweettooth Williams yeah, and Jennifer Ashley Tepper, the producer, and it's mm-hmm. not a hugely uh, a, a large theater. I thought that it would it would carry through the, through the uh, through its run. Um, I'm very surprised about I this. I did too. I did too. You would think you know be more chilled and get the greatest reviews but even you know be more chill was coming off of this huge fan base yeah starting bounty hunter you would expect you know some of those would carry over and just sometimes it's just not enough uh did you see it i don't i don't i'm seeing it on friday as long as uh you know i'm moving Mm -hmm. this weekend again and uh be seeing it on Friday night as long as that doesn't go horribly wrong. And I've been looking forward to it. Like I said the other day, it was one of those shows that when Matt, Jan, and I covered for This Week on Broadway and we did our off-Broadway season preview, that was one of the shows I was looking forward to as a fan of Joe Iconis. So I'm still curious to see how it goes, uh, but... Yeah, this is a big loss. I'm thinking maybe it's uh, closing uh, prematurely because Annie Golden had to return to her real-life job as a Broadway bounty hunter. Ah, uh, yeah. I that's that's a very highly likely possibility. You know, or as I manage as I manage to call her an assassin. Yes, <laughs> you know we we can't do without a uh, a real life Broadway bounty hunter for too long, and maybe she the, the show is just taking too much of her time. Yeah, she's got to come back. We need her. <laughs> All right. What do we have uh, next up? The New York Innovative Theater Awards were announced. We do. James, some actual good news and something Matt and I didn't get a chance to cover earlier in the week. The New York Innovative Theater Awards, which honor the best in off-off-Broadway, announced its 2019 nominees on Monday. This year's nominees include 147 individual artists and 64 productions presented by 73 theater companies. Pretty amazing. It's the IT Awards 15-year anniversary this year, and over that time, they've honored over 2,600 artists, 750 productions, and over 725 and over 725 indie theater companies. This year's nominees include work from the Seeing Place Theater, Randomly Specific Theater, Gallery Players, New Ambassadors, Theater Company, 
New Ambassadors Theatre Company and Metropolitan Playhouse, to name very much just a few. Additionally, publicist Katie Rosen yay. and volunteer Christopher Borg, yay, and, and volunteer Christopher Borg will receive special founders awards for 15 years of service to the organization and to the off-off-Broadway community. We will have that full list of nominees in our show notes. Unfortunately, there are just too many to name. Congrats to all of them. It's pretty amazing. And, you know, there's always some great work being done off-off-Broadway. We were talking about Bardikes a couple times this week, for one. So it's always great to see the shows and the performers and companies get the recognition they deserve. I'm uh, really excited about Katie Rosen. She's a a publicist, and she's always doing so much work and such like top level Broadway level work for off Broadway and off off Broadway companies and congratulations to Katie Rosen and everybody else involved with this Okay, so I guess that wraps it up. Uh, Ashley, why don't you get us out of here? Yeah, all right. That's all the time we have for today. So thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Know This Is Ashley. James, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Marino. Uh, but, you there know, you find me. I'm pretty much more active on Facebook than Twitter. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm just about at the 5,000-person level on Facebook. Oh, wow. So uh, if you want to friend me, I'll just unfriend some Trump supporter. Hey, brilliant. You should do that anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Go through the purge, man. (laughs) Oh, the purge. (laughs) Most Uh, of my high school friends. High school friends. Oh, yeah. All gone. (laughs) Yeah. They didn't didn't end up on mine to begin with. If you have some time, head over to Apple, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a rating and a review. We would greatly appreciate it. We need those reviews to feed our family, especially James. Matt will be back tomorrow, but I will not. I'm heading to Moulin Rouge later today, finally. And then, like I said, I'll be moving again. The joy of New York City subletting. So... James, will you be in my place again, or is Matt I will. doing it solo? There you go. Matt and I getting the band back together. Hey, and uh, Matt already teased some pretty big news at the end of yesterday's show, so that's a can't miss. Yes, it's a big 5-7. <sighs> Have a great Thursday, everyone, and Matt and James will be back with you tomorrow.